Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the Off the Dome podcast. We are going to be talking about the NFL Week 13 with my picks co-host Adam Pearl. Um, week 13's already. Sorry we didn't do the pick show last week. Um, Adam was unfortunately under the weather and I couldn't get a last minute replacement, but we're back on it this week. Last week was our quote unquote bye week. It was a little bye week last week. I was, I was feeling a little under the weather and I couldn't, I literally stayed in bed and watched college football all day. Kind of nice though. I it's felt a, on <laughs> so, so it, it, it's kind of a nice change of pace, you know? We're back. We're back. We're back this week. Um, so the buys this week. I'm gonna make sure to do this. This is actually the last week of buys, by the way. Um, it's the Bucks and the Panthers that have the buy. And you know the week. You know what they say? Like after Thanksgiving, it's usually when the season starts. Kind of like how in the NBA after All Star Weekend, that's when the se- the season starts. So um, there's not going to be as much load managing this time around. <laughs> yeah, they're going hard. Yes, exactly. So this is a playoff push for a lot of teams. We have some great action. Um, a lot of tight games that I've thought about. Um, but I do have a couple upsets, some locks, um, and let's get right into it. So the first game is the Saints, the 9-2 and two Saints at the 4-7 and seven Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are plus three at home. Um, Adam, who do you like this game? Yeah, I mean, I like the Saints. I, I don't want to bet against the Saints, especially playing the Falcons, who, you know, throughout history are a very tough team to bet on and count on to deliver you the wins. So, um, I don't know, but eight, as you know, we mentioned briefly just now uh, before we started, Atlanta played probably their best game of the season last week. Um, an incredible like forty-three to six win, I think it was against the Raiders, who are a great team, great uh, you know coach well as well. However, New Orleans is on a roll. Um, Taysom Hill is such an interesting player, and I kind of love what uh, I've seen so far from him. I think he doesn't. Uh, I think he doesn't have an issue with this Falcons defense. I think it's uh, got to be the Saints winning their ninth in a row. Um, so it was very interesting um, for how we approached this because two weeks ago we did the opposite. You picked the Falcons. I picked the Saints. Um, there's a lot that's telling me to pick the Falcons this weekend because. First of all, when you go up against a quarterback like Taysom Hill, who's a very unconventional quarterback, um, there's not really a lot of tape on him. He's not a set throw kind of guy, not like a straight-up running kind of guy. He was mainly used as like a Swiss Army knife with this New Orleans Saints. Um, when Drew Brees would go to the sideline, they would use Taysom Hill to get a first down or use it just to fool the defense just so Alvin Kamara could go to the end zone. He really fools the defense uh, with that. And the re- and I've been back and forth upon this pick. And up until today, I was going to do the opposite. I was going to pick the Falcons. But the reason why I'm not going to pick the Falcons this weekend is because Julio Jones is hurt and is out and Todd Gurley's probably out as well. But it so I've been back and forth upon this. Um, the Saints are incredible year after year. They did this without Drew Brees last year. They had Teddy Bridgewater have an undefeated record, um, and I think it's going to be a very low scoring game this time around because um, now the Falcons know Taysom Hill's style because they're playing the division. And yes, 
Atlanta did have a great win against the Vegas Raiders, but you, when you play like an out of conference, you play an out of conference team, Adam, once every four years. So you don't really know the tendencies about each team. So and the Falcons were clearly ready to play that day, and the Vegas Raiders were not that day at all. So this, so I think now that the teams know each other, um, I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game because New Orleans has the number one defense in the NFL. Their defense um, is number is the number one total defense in the league, um, and against and they have one of the best pass rushing attacks led by Davenport and Cam Jordan. Um, they, and they have a good secondary with uh, Janoris Jenkins and Marcus Williams. Um, they are a very set. They are very set defense. I think Alvin Kamara is having a very solid year, um, leading the among uh, the league in scrimmage yards and leading all running backs in receiving yards. He's been playing very well, um, and they're doing great without Drew Brees. Um, I, I don't really see any. I think it's going to be a very low scoring game, and I'm going to say the the Saints win. 20 to 16. But if Julio was playing, I would probably pull off with the upset. But I'm not going to this time. Yeah, no, I'm the same. I got him winning 27 to 21. Um, you know, I think there's a chance. Obviously, the line's at three for a reason. I think it's going to be a closer game than, you know, you would think on paper. But I still got New Orleans pushing it up. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised, though, if the Falcons pulled off this win. Yeah, for sure. No, they 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 they've played very well under their new head coach. They're four and two under their new head coach, and they have and and they they're a pretty decent offense. Calvin Ridley's been playing great, um, and Julio um, when healthy is still playing very well. So I mean, it, it could go either way, but I think the Saints are going to win because of that defense. The next game is the Colts at the Texans. Texans are plus three at home. Um, just a quick alert uh, before I get it, we get into the pick. Will Fuller, I don't know if you've heard this, Adam, but he tested positive for PED and is out, suspended for six games, which means he's out for the remainder of the year. Um, just to alert about that. Very unfortunate. Such a great receiver. Um, but getting into the pick, um, who do you have? Yeah, I think this is going to be a really good game. Um, I don't know why. I just feel like, you know, Houston hasn't had a great season for sure. But uh, Deshaun has. Deshaun's been playing incredible. He's been and I think great. no matter what, when your quarterback is balling, then you have a chance to win the game. Um, the Colts defense, as we mentioned, all the time is terrific. Um, you know, they've proved that. But they had a pretty tough week last week. Um, and so it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. I think, uh, I think the line's... Pretty good. I like it. I'm going to pick Indiana, uh, Indianapolis 27-24. But, um, you know, as I said, and to mention Will Furler, that's a horrible situation. Supposedly, you know, a doctor who advised him that some medication was um, prohibited was not. And now he's, you know, suspended six games. Really unfortunate. Feel horrible. But, um, you know, looking forward to seeing him back next season. Let me ask you this before I get into my pick. Would you say Deshaun Watson's a top five quarterback? Yeah, I'd probably put him at five. I mean, I would have to like sit down for a second, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, for sure, he's he's incredible. He's incredible. He, you know, when you look at it, people would think like he's a he's a, a running quarterback. He's not a running quarterback. He run. He's straight from the pocket. He's can run. and he can run, but his yeah. game is mainly based off of just straight throwing the ball. And he, Deshaun Watson. People are not going to pay attention to this enough because of um, 
because of the Houston Texans record this year. But Deshaun Watson is third in the league in QBR this year, and he's fourth in the league in passing yards, and he's and he's one of the leaders, and he's um, I, I think in he's second in the league among completion percentage. Um, he's been playing at incredible level. Deshaun Watson has twenty four touchdowns, five interceptions. He's been amazing this year. Um, it's and he's carrying unfortunately a, a banged up Houston Texans defense and a Houston Texans team that's had a very tough schedule. Um, and they they and Deshaun had amazing put up amazing numbers against Detroit last week. Um, the Colts um I think will win this game though because DeForest Buckner um was out last week because of the COVID restrictions. Um, and so was Jonathan Taylor. Um. And I, because they're both back, I, I think the Colts are going to be at full strength. And I do think that Houston is not going to have a, a going to have an answer for the running attack. And uh, Philip Rivers is um, low key very good passing attack this year. So I'm I'm going to take the Colts. Um, I'm going to take them. I'm going to say. I'm going to say twenty eight twenty four. Uh, Colts, um, but uh, um, I would, but Deshaun I think is gonna have some numbers. He is he's been playing at a great level, um, and the Colts defense did take a step, even though they took a step back last week against the Titans. Um, they're still a top five defense in the league, so yeah. absolutely. So you're picking the Colts as well. Yeah, I got the Colts twenty seven twenty four. Okay, now the next pick on my on the list is the Bengals at the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins minus ten and a half. Um, at home, Adam, who do you like? Uh, yeah, I got Miami winning big. Um, I think it'll be relatively low scoring. Um, I think it's be like twenty four thirteen is what I have. Miami winning. Um, you know, just Cincy without Joe Burrow under center is really tough. Um, I feel like he was kind of the main reason they were looking good at all this season for the games that they did win. I don't see Brandon Allen, you know, taking them over this Miami defense. And a Miami offense is playing well as well. So I got him 24-13. I'll say this about the Miami Dolphins. I think that two weeks ago, we thought this would be a lock against the Denver Broncos. And unfortunately, they to a... He he got too cocky about it, saying that this. I thought this was going to be hard in the NFL. Yeah, and then he played bad. It was, that was, I think certainly so. I think you got to wake up like that. I think Tua. I Brian Flores said Tua is going to be the starter moving forward. Um, I, I I but I think Fitzpatrick would be. I said we said this before that Fitzpatrick clearly you ride the hot hand, and yeah. clearly they got away with it because they won three straight games with Tua, but. I think Fitzpatrick was a better option. Um, and though last week against the Jets, they didn't have a consistent run game. They only put up 20 points, but they still played lights out defense. Their defense was a lot better uh, last week. And I think this defense without Joe Burrow as their quarterback, I think they should get after Brandon Allen and this and this um, deplete and this banged up offensive line who's pro- what's probably the worst offensive line in football. So I, I really think the Dolphins' defense – uh, led by Kyle Van Noy, um, and is go and this um nice defensive attack is gonna stop uh Cincinnati pretty easily. Uh, I said this uh two weeks ago. I think Brian Flores is my pick for coach of the year based off of the fact that he's took it. He's taken no names and he's made them household names, and because no one expected them to do good, um, in a sort of rebuilding type year, and now they are 
in the playoff position, if the playoffs started today, they would be in it. Um, and their defensive attack, led by Kyle Van Noy, uh, Jerome Baker has been playing very well. Um, Eric Rowe, Xavier and Howard, they, they have been playing very well. And I, I'm going to say they, 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 bout, they rally two in a row and they have one of the easier schedules remaining. I'm going to pick the Dolphins. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 28-10 Dolphins. It should be a easy, it should be easy win, um, at Miami. Uh, the next game is the Jaguars at the Vikings. Uh, Vikings are mi- are minus ten. Um, Adam, who do you like this game? Yeah, I just like don't like this game at all. Um, I uh, you know I think it's not going to be a good one unless you're invested in it. I got Minnesota winning twenty seven seventeen. I feel like the Jaguars kind of always like sneakily like put up some points. They're in these games. They just don't yeah, have enough they talent. Are in these games, that's the thing. Like. They low key have been in these games, and um, I don't know. I just not my favorite game on the board for tomorrow, but I have Minnesota winning it by uh, a little bit, twenty-seven to seventeen. Um, I I have Minnesota winning as well. Dalvin Cook, I think, has had statistically, I think he's had a better year than Derrick Henry. But if if Dalvin Cook was had a team had a better record. I'd maybe put Dalvin Cook in the MVP discussion. He's been playing terrific. Um, no, Derrick Henry, I think, has the edge because he's on the better team, and without the tight, without him on the Titans, they'd be going nowhere. Um, I, I, I think the Jaguars. If you look at their last couple, get a safer last week against um, the two weeks ago against the Steelers. They've looked. They were in the game against Cleveland and former Chicago Bear for three weeks. Mike Glennon put up some numbers. He's put up numbers. And Jerome Robinson's had a very nice year. Um, 890 uh, yards on the year, six touchdowns for the, at the running back position. Um, they, 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 I think they play hard each and every game, but they just don't have enough talent. Um, this, this, is, this should be a no-brainer. I think the Vikings should win this game, though, because of Dalvin Cook leading the league in rushing. I think um, Kirk Cousins, despite the fact I'm per- personally not the biggest fan of his, he still had a very good – he's had a pretty solid year, 23 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, had the game-winning drive um, last week against the, the Panthers, which is very good. The The only way I could see the Jaguars, like, stealing a victory is because of Minnesota's front uh, – defense is banged up, um, and Carolina – up until the fourth, did whatever they had to do on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so I don't really, I don't really think that I, I don't really see Minnesota losing this, parring um, an amazing upset. I do think Jacksonville will put up points though. Um, I'm gonna say Minnesota wins this one, 35-24. But 27-17. I think also. What I've really liked out of Minnesota is their working wide out Justin Jefferson. Oh, I forgot to mention him. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is leading uh, all rookie in receiving yards and touchdowns. He's been playing incredible this year. I forgot to mention him. He's been great. And they did this without Adam Thielen, who was on the COVID restriction. And and he he was balling. He's incredible. And Kyle Rudolph has been playing very well. Minnesota has a good offense. Their defense is just banged up. The next game, the next game is the Raiders at the Jets. Jets are plus eight at home. Um, at, this is a no-brainer. Um, I don't think the Jets get their first win this week. 
I think this is a great game for Las Vegas to bounce back, get back on track after the horrible loss last week. Um, that we talked about no Josh Jacobs, no Jonathan Abram, but luckily they got the Jets this week. I don't find it to be too big of an issue. I say the uh, Vegas Raiders are winning 23-13. to 13. Um, I just, you know, it's the Jets, man. I can't, I can't pick them. <laughs> I can't. I, I I I agree with you on this one. Um, but let I'm gonna pick the Raiders too. But I'll just say this: last weekend I was very disappointed in them. Like their last two weekends came with L's. It's one thing to lose to the Chiefs on a last second drive with Patrick Mahomes. There's absolutely no shame in that whatsoever. But to lose at forty three to six to the Atlanta Falcons is disgraceful. And as much as I was throwing flowers at Derek Carr this year for him, him playing at a very, pretty good level this year, he's been playing pretty good. Yeah. He was bad last week. He came into the old laughing stock Derek Carr. Um, that 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 was just not a good uh, game at all that he that he played. Um, uh, I, I'm going. I despite that, um, I'm going to pick the Raiders only because the, uh, as long as, as long as if the as long as uh, there's as long as they're still in the hunt for the first pick, I don't see them winning a game. Um, they're they're not going to win this one because they they want to get the high draft pick for the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. So I, I just don't see a way that they pull off a win here. Um I, they will I do think they'll make it close though at times because they're without John Josh Jacobs and Jonathan Abrams, but I I think the Raiders have the edge. I'm going to say I'm going to say 27-23 Raiders. I think it's going to be a lot closer, but I, I think Raiders have the slight edge because it's against the Jets. But if they play against any other team, I'd be a little bit concerned about because of how they played. Last week. Yes. The next game is the is a great one. The Browns at the Titans. Titans are minus five and a half at home. Battle of the two of the eight and three teams. This is a game that a lot of people want to see. Adam, who do you... Yeah, good one. I'm, I'm excited for this. I think this is a great test for the Browns. The Browns do pull off a dub. I think it would definitely shut a lot of you know people in the media and a lot of haters up um, about this team, about Baker. However, I don't see them winning this game. Um, just the way Tennessee looked last week, it was it was a big big win for them. Um, you know, coming back off their last loss against Indianapolis to come back and win them and make a statement like they did. I think Tennessee dubs this week. Um, 31-23. I think they cover the spread by a little bit, but um, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a really good game. I'm excited to see uh, what happens with this one. Um, I'll say this about Cleveland. Um, I think that they've been playing very well this year. I'm not going to take anything away from that. They're 8-3, and three, but their only signature win was against the Colts, if, you wanna, if that's their signature win. But there was not one game I saw from them this year where I was like, Wow, this team is so dominant. I think they deserve to be 8-3. On the Titans' side, you saw they made a statement last week at Indy. Um, I think Cleveland, I think Baker, 
17 touchdowns, seven receptions. I think he's been fine this year. I mean, he's been more of a game manager this year. Um, less in turnovers, but less. He's only averaging 190 yards per game passing. So he hasn't been exceptional this year either. Um, I think that being said, though, they're rush. The Cleveland's rushing attack is number one. What if I were to tell you that Cleveland Browns have the number one rushing attack instead of the Tennessee Titans? You'd be shocked by that. Nick Chubb has been playing an exceptional level this year, and Kareem Hunt backing him up has been playing very well. Um, they they, they, they two headed monster in their backfield, right? Think, uh, you know, as as great as it is to have Derrick Henry, you know, who's their second running back? Uh, really, even know is Deion Lewis, but he's not a runner. Um, or no, he was on the he was on the Patriots. Know. So that's the thing. Deion Lewis, he used to be on the Patriots. Um. I don't even know who their two running or their number two running back is. So to hear that Cleveland would have the number one rushing tag, I feel like it's pretty, pretty reasonable. They have they got monsters at back there, and they perform each and every week. Yeah, um, they they've been playing great. Um, Miles Garrett's been playing very well. But when I look at but these next couple games for Cleveland are really going to tell me what kind of team they're made of. Um, they have they they have the Titans Sunday, then they're. At home against the Ravens, who they got, who the Ravens spanked them in the first game of the year. Then they're at home against the Steelers. Um, I'm not feeling so good about them with those three games, and I I think that Tennessee should win this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick uh, the Tennessee Titans to win. I'm thinking it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a very close game. Um, I think both de- Cleveland's defense has been playing. Up until last week, they've been playing very well defensively um, in the cold at Cleveland. But this is at Tennessee. Um, I think that I think that um, well, I think Ryan Tannehill is bound for another solid game. I think Derrick Henry and eight is going to feast over this Cleveland Browns defense. And I think AJ Brown's um, and Corey and Corey Davis are due for big games. So I'm going to pick the Tennessee Titans 28-24. Um, the next game on the list is uh, let me just pull it up right here. Oh, next game when I was scrolling through it, it's the the Lions at the Bears. Uh, Bears are minus three at home. I, I'm very depressed talking about them right now. Adam, what do you? No, I mean it's been a really rough stretch to be a Bears fan these past few weeks, but but I think we get back on the on the W board this week. I, uh, you know, we were talking about this earlier. Mitch has had some success against this Detroit team in the past. They're without DeAndre Swift. They're without Kenny Galladay. Arguably, they're two, you know, biggest weapons on the offensive end. Um, and I just, I feel like we need to get back on the board. And we're going to, and this is the team to get it done but, um, with, hopefully, with the season sweep. Um, that would be great just for the interconference matchup, um, interdivision. I think I think we get the dub. I really do. I'm gonna say twenty three to seventeen Chicago. We'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I'm so drained, Adam and viewers, for talking about the Bears because just when I was gonna have some hope because Mitch was we have a new court we got Mitch back. He crapped the bed last week. Well, he didn't. He wasn't 
I mean, he threw three touchdowns, two interceptions, but those two touchdowns came in, like, basically garbage time. And the defense, they took a night off or something, and I'm not going to make excuses, but Akeem Hicks was out last week, and I think if he was playing, it would have made maybe a little bit of a difference. But either than that, they should have won that. They should have been at least more better defensively last week. I thought that the offense was bad. Um, Mitch made some horrible decisions last week, though, throwing it in double coverage. The defense had no answer for Aaron Rodgers. I get it. Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen. But there's no excuse why he was just doing what he had. He, he was not even touched, I don't think, in that game last week. It's just embarrassing. Ryan Pace is the problem here, Adam. Ryan Pace is the problem because he assembled a, um, a horrible offensive line and they put – Drafted a quarterback, Mitch, ahead of Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes, which was an absolute joke, okay? And by the way, we played Deshaun Watson next week. So I, I, it's, just, just, it's just terrible. When's it going to change? The GM is bad. The coaching, horrible. The offensive line, terrible. And the defense took a night off. It was terrible. It was depressing to watch. It, I don't see any quarterback. Say that if your other option with Mitch Trubisky is Nick Foles. I mean, that's not really a big recipe at all. Um, now, you want to say, yeah, they're going for the season sweep against the Lions. But think about this, Adam. If DeAndre Swift didn't drop that pass in week one at Detroit, First game ever. Yeah. we would not be talking about the Bears sweeping them in the regular season. And despite the fact that I just want this season over with and like we lose out and get a draft pick, the thing that's still somewhat keeping me in it is the fact that we're o- we're only a game back of the seventh spot. Yeah, we would need a lot of. Not a lot. I mean, we're only a game back of Arizona, and they play the Rams this week. And there's st- other games. There still is. They still have to. The good news is the see the, the Cardinals have to play the Rams two more times. Um, and the Cardinals, like we're going to talk about them in just a second, but they're not as good as everyone, as some people think they are. And I personally think, look, they, they can beat Minnesota one time this year. I think they have, if you look at the Bears' schedule coming up, it's kind of a winnable schedule. Yeah, but you never know with the Bears. We'll see. If they lose this this Sunday, I think I would, my expectations of the Bears from being a – Going for shocking everyone and being a, and showing everyone they were for real last week is over. I my expectations on them slightly making to the playoffs this week. This is my last chance for the Bears this week. Um, I don't trust the Bears. I don't. But there's a lot saying for me to pick the Lions this week because they have a new head coach and Matt Stafford. I think is going to flourish without Matt Patricia. Um, I do think, and I think the Bear, the, despite the fact Detroit Lions defense has been terrible, it's against the Bears offense, so you'll have an easier time going up against that. I, I think it's going to be a very close one. I'm going to be, a, I'm just going to be a fan. I'm just going to be a fan this week. I'm not going to bet on anything. I'm not betting a, a petty on this game, but I'm just going to be a fan. Just pick them. I, I'm going to say. I'm going to say the Bears win 20-17, to 17 and it comes down to a Cairo Santos field goal, but I'm not going to guarantee anything. I'm not going to promise anything. I'm not going to bet on anything. I'm going to say Bears win 2017, and that's no more than 20 points they score. 
The next game is one of the one of my locks for this week um, on the list. Uh, the first one was the Titans. They were a lock on my list. This is the second one. This is the Rams at the Cardinals. The Cardinals are plus two and a half at home. Um, Adam, who do you like? Yeah, I feel I feel bad for the Cardinals that they're kind of I feel like they're kind of losing their mojo a little bit. Um, and I I don't know I like this Rams team. Their defense is absolutely incredible. Despite the fact they lost last week to the Niners. Yeah, that wasn't. They definitely did not play their best game last week. Um, yeah, I feel like Nick Mullins and the Niners not great, but um, I still got them winning this week. I I think. Arizona has slowed down a lot. If Kyler can kind of get back on his feet and start, uh, you know, performing like he was a few weeks back, then it could be a totally different ball game. I still think it's going to be a close one. Um, I have the Rams winning 31-27. It's, uh, you know, these are two good teams when they're playing at their peaks. And, um, you know, when we've seen both of these teams have very bad weeks um, relatively recently, so it's, you know, it's kind of who comes out to play tomorrow, and I think the Rams will, um, 31-27. I, um, I, I, I'm going to pick the Rams as well because let me talk about the Arizona Cardinals, a team that we mentioned a second ago when the, who the Bears are chasing in the playoff hunt. The Arizona Cardinals, I know some people have been very high on Kyler Murray this year. If you look at their last four games, Adam, say they should, they should have lost all four. Because it took a Hail Mary for and a great, amazing catch from DeAndre Hopkins for them to beat a very good Buffalo Bills team. They lost to the Dolphins by they lost to the Dolphins. They squeezed past by the Bills. And then they lost at Seattle, a big divisional game. Um, and they lost at New England last week, in which Kyler was not that great, and which a game in which Cam threw for 84 yards and they still lost. So they're de- so Kylo Murray, I, I'm not going to speculate anything, but I think it was because of that shoulder injury he had against the Seahawks a couple weeks ago, why he was his arm strength kind of deteriorated from weeks past. Um, but that being said, though, I, I, I think my biggest issue with the Cardinals also is their defense. Their defense has let up some big plays, um, and they and they're, it's not their, their secondary is pretty good with Patrick Peterson and Buda Baker. But their front seven's not been playing that great at all. Isaiah Simmons has been kind of erratic. Um, now, the L.A. Rams, people want to make a big deal over they lost to the Niners. Yes, they should have beaten the Niners last week. But the Niners are getting healthier. Raheem Mostert's coming back, is back. Debo, Debo Samuel's back. Um, and Richard Sherman's back. So they... That, that's just one of the teams that the Rams have accepted the last two years. They're just a team that they just just can't beat. But coming off a loss this year, the Rams the Rams usually win. Coming off of uh, the last two years under Sean McVay, coming off um, coming off a loss, they're eleven six and one. So I mean, they they I think they're going to bounce back huge. Um, I, who knows? We could get the Rams team we saw against the Dolphins. Or we could get an amazing Rams team that shocks everybody and meets the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I personally think I'm going to see the good Rams. I think they still have the number two defense in the league. Aaron Donald's still a monster. They, I think the secondary, this match I'm very looking forward to, Jalen Ramsey on D-Hop. That's going to be a very interesting matchup. I'm looking forward to yeah. seeing. So I, I think they have still have a good running game with Daryl Henderson. I think if Jared Goff doesn't turn the ball over and is more of a game manager type, I think they're a much better team. Um, they still have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. 
Um, they still have a good front seven. Um, I think the Rams are clearly a better team. They've owned the Cardinals the last two years. They owned them last year. So I'm going to pick the LA Rams to win. This is my lock for the week. I think they should handle the Cardinals. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say a similar score to you, Adam. I'm going to say 31-26 Rams. Uh, now the next game is the New York Giants at the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks are my son to have at home. The first place in the NFC least four and seven New York football Giants. Now they're without Daniel Jones because of the hamstring injury. He suffered, unfortunately, at the hands of the Bengals. But who do you like this weekend? Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> especially with Daniel Jones being out versus, uh, the Seahawks, I don't think they, uh, I think the Seahawks win without an issue. Um, I mean, Daniel Jones, I feel like, is the main reason that they are performing, you know, the way they, I mean, not even to say that they're, like, playing that great, but um, I think they're kind of. They, they at least, they try, they're, they have a decent defense, the New York yeah, Giants. Yeah, they're beating expectations, I think, um, for sure. And I think, uh, I don't know, I just don't see them winning this game with, uh, you know, with, at all. I think it's going to be 28-14. I think Seattle's going to win by two TDs. Um, you know, Russell will have a field day, I'm sure. DK will play well. They got plenty and plenty of weapons. And now that Chris Carson's back, too, um, you know, have a week under his belt to kind of even recover more. I think Seattle wins without an issue, 28-14. Um, I, I agree with you on that. Um, Russell Wilson has – he hasn't cooked as much. You know the expression "let Russ cook." Um, when they he has cooked, you saw against the Bills, he had four turnovers and he had two turnovers against the Rams. And I think he, when now that he has a running game back and now that his defense is healthier, he can just do he can do the less is more mentality. And he's played actually, he's turned the ball over less. He played very well against the Cardinals two weeks ago, and. He made some good, some very efficient plays against the uh, Eagles last week. And now that Carlos Dunlap and Jamal Adams are in the fold, the Seattle Seahawks, I'm not going to say they're the Legion of Boom again. I'm not going to say they're one of the best team, defense teams in the league, not even close. But they've played very better. And this is the kind of style they're going to have to play if they want to keep going on and be a contender in this league. And they and they looked very well last week against the Eagles. Um, uh, their defense was... Up until that um, Hail Mary, that Richard Rodgers catch. Um, they've looked very well defensively. Um, and they, and I think Russell, he still has 31 touchdowns, 10 receptions on the year. Um, number three, um, number four QBR in the league. Um, he without You have to understand, I'm still going to pick Mahomes and A-Rod over him. Um, without Daniel Jones, with Daniel Jones, maybe... Um, I would pick, maybe I would give him a fighting chance. I think it'd be a lot closer, but I'm going to pick the, um, Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to say, I think that the Giants defense will give Russell a little problem, but I'm going to say 24 to 15, um, no, 24, 14 Seattle. The next game on the list is, um, the Eagles at the Packers. The pa- uh, Packers are minus are minus nine point favorites at home. Adam, I got the Packers winning. Uh, I got the Packers covering. I think that um, I don't know. This Eagles team has just been very uh, you know not reliable whatsoever. I don't. Know. There's you know especially under center with Carson Wentz, who 
you know, who knows what you're going to get out of him on a weekly basis. Tomorrow, potentially, we might even see some Jalen Hurts action if, you know, Carson Wentz starts to really, you know, throw some interceptions in the first half. I wouldn't be surprised if we see, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts in the second half. I think Green Bay wins 34-20, covering the spread and not having too much of an issue with this uh, Eagles team. Um, yeah, I, I personally, I just am not a. I just think Carson Wentz um, has been all, he's, he leads all quarterbacks in turnovers this year. He's one of the one of the weaker QBRs in the league. He's made some very erratic decisions, but this puts his team at a very tough spot because I don't think a lot of these players are are prob, are excited that Carson Wentz is their quarterback based off this play the last couple weeks. And Philly's defense is keeping them in these games. But the problem is their offense just a, is one of the worst in the league. Um, and Doug Peterson does not know what he's doing. And uh, I think Jalen Hurts would be a better option moving forward because I think he, they provide, he would provide some more spark. And you know, it's very surprising to me, Adam, last week that, the, that um, they said that Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts would share snap count with each other, and Jalen Hurts only got two snaps. So yeah. that was very interesting. And I also read a report today that Doug Peterson's going to let up his play calling in the second half to one of his offensive coordinators, similar to how Matt Nagy did that. Um, but And, you know, Philly is decent defensively. They're 11th in, to- in total yards allowed. They're not bad. They have a decent pass rush. They are there's eighth in the league against the pass. They're a pretty good defense. So I mean they 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 are keeping them in this game in these games. I just don't trust their offense at all. Uh, yes, they've been banged up and with with so many injuries, but and Lane Johnson had a toe injury, so that doesn't really help. But I I I I just feel like this offense is banged up. Carson's very not been playing well at all. Um, Miles Sanders is good, but he's not healthy enough. Um, I think the Packers should win this one. Um, Colin Coward said the Eagles are going to make this close because he's still on the Carson Wentz train, which I don't see why you should be anymore. So I'm going to say the Packers win this one. I'm going to say I do think the Eagles will p- apply pressure on Aaron Rodgers, but I don't trust the Philly offense at all. I'm going to say 27-17 to 17 Green Bay. 27-17. Uh, the next game is my other lock on the – It's kind of, is my upset. The, this team's the home team they're favored, but they're by minus one and a half. It's the Pats at the L.A. Chargers. Adam, who, who, this, is a, this is kind of the games where you look at the, cal, at the schedule this week and you say, well, it's a, kind of a toss-up. Yeah, this is probably my biggest toss-up. I have it being a, literally a one-point game. Um. I have the Chargers 28-27, and it, and it hurts for me to say this just because of especially like how the Patriots looked last week against a great Cardinals team, or good Cardinals team, For let me say that. Um, and the Chargers haven't had too many wins in the past few weeks, but I think they, I think they, you know, they settle back in. I think Herbert gets a, gets a dub here, but the Patriots' defense looked incredible. They are incredible. They're obviously very well coached. We all know about the coaching staff out in New England. Um, I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm literally putting a one-point game because I have no clue who's going to end up winning. I'm picking the Chargers maybe a little bit because I know you're picking the Patriots. But, um, don't spoil. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's going gonna, gonna to be a great game. I'm excited for it. And um, 
We'll say 28-27, Chargers. Uh, yeah, this is where we f- go apart uh, with our pick. So I'm going to take the Patriots. And the reason why I'm going to take the Patriots is this. Yes, they have sh- struggled this year. And yes, because their defense opted out because of COVID. And yes, um, Cam um, has not looked him- like himself. He's he's only thrown like four to- four touchdowns on the year. Um, and you saw last week he had a quarterback rating of a three against the Arizona Cardinals. Um, but that being said, though, I, I think that Bill Belichick, with what he's given, and I said this, if they were in the playoffs right now, I would probably give Belichick my coach of the year considering what he's under. And people want to get into this debate, Adam, who's done Brady versus Belichick. Well, Tom, I think, has done less with more with the talent he's been given and he clearly is forced to throw the ball down the field which is not his game I think Belichick considering all what's under him and the team a lot of players opting out of the COVID and the hard schedule and inconsistent quarterback play and they're still only a game back there's still only one game behind 500 and they're like only a game back behind the the seventh spot they're only two games back behind the seventh spot that just shows you that how much Bill Belichick wants to make it into the postseason this year. And I think Belichick has done the best he could this year with the circumstances he's been put under. Um, I, I'm Even though they might not make, they probably won't make the playoffs, they're still in the hunt because of Belichick as their head coach. Um, and they have a, still have a very good rushing attack. They're number four in the league in total rushing with Damian Harris, who's been playing very well. Um, they do have Jacoby Myers, a decent receiver who can make big plays. Um, their defense did come to play last week against one of the top offensive teams, the Arizona Cardinals. Um, and I, I think this will be a very good game for the, for the Patriots to execute because the Chargers are a very weak against the run. They're, I think, 16th against the run. Um, and Cam, I think, should run, use his legs more um, in this game. And I think with this rushing attack, I think they'll do pretty well. And I think that they're set. I think that the Patriots are gonna get after Herbert this weekend. I think he still put up numbers, but I do think he'll make Herbert make some tougher throws than he usually does. Um, I think that the Patriots are gonna come out. I think it's gonna be kind of a pretty close game. But I'm picking the New England Patriots to win. I'm gonna say, I think it'll be close. I'm gonna say twenty-four to twenty-one Patriots. I think it'll be very close. It's back and forth, back and forth. It's a pick 'em. I could be wrong, but I'm going to take the New England Patriots this game. All right. Uh, the next game I'm going is the Sunday night game is the Broncos at the Chiefs. Chiefs are minus 13 half at home. One thing I will guarantee you before I pick my winner, one thing I will guarantee you, um, they will have more than one completion at quarterback, and I think that, and I do think they'll score more than three points. That's <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's fair. Um, they do have a they were forced yeah, under a very tough right? position. Yes, yeah. Drew Locke is going to be starting. They were forced under a very tough position with that the COVID. Was horrible last week, I felt just yeah. I As, mean, that was kind of a botch within the quarterback room, um, for sure. And I know that they kind of came out and made a statement acknowledging that, but um. Yeah, it's pretty unacceptable. If uh, if I was in the Denver Broncos front office, I would not be happy uh, with those guys. However, um, they got a quarterback back, which is good news. But bad news, they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I think Kansas City gets a big dub. 
I mean, Patrick Mahomes is just different. He's my number one in the MVP race right now. Um, there's not a, you know, you could talk about him all day. I think Kansas City wins 33-17. Yeah, we could talk about Mahomes. Personally, it's between him and Rodgers. Um, Patrick Mahomes in the league, he is the number one total QBR, um, leads the league in passing yards. Um, he has 30 touchdowns, two interceptions on the year. You saw last week what he did against the, against the Bucks last week, 462 yards, three touchdowns. He was on pace for 500. Um, he's what he has. People want to compare between him and A-Rod. He has a better completion percentage, better touchdown interception ratio. He's been playing an unbelievable level, a rating of 115.5. He's been playing exceptional this year, uh, leads the league in yards per attempt and Tyreek Hill. I think he's moved up to number three receiver. I think it's D-Hop, Devontae, then it's Tyreek. Tyreek Hill on the year is second in the league in receiving yards and leads the all receivers in touchdown passes, and he's the quickest guy in the league. He could he could potentially – he. I heard he tried to qualify for a goal for the Olympics at one point. That's kind of crazy. That is crazy. He, he is playing at an exceptional level this year. He's been great. And Mahomes is surrounded by great weapons. Travis Kelsey's been playing very well. Uh, they have a good running game with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, um, Nicole Hardman, Sammy Watkins. They they're back. They they're they're unbelievable offense. And they I don't see them losing a game the rest of the year. They they I said they they're going to repeat as Super Bowl champs, and they probably should. And their defense. Um, they did force two interceptions on Brady last week, and I think if the defense just plays at an okay level somehow gets to the quarterback and doesn't let up big plays, I think they'll be okay. Despite the fact they're not they're they don't have the best secondary um and their front seven's a little inconsistent. I think that I, I think that if as long as you get stops and put Patrick on the field, you'll be you'll do great things. I, I don't see this game being close. I don't even know why this is a Sunday night game. Probably because it's a, it's a long time AFC West rivalry. But Mahomes should just light him up. I'm gonna say I'm going to say this is going to be a, a blowout. I'm going to say 41, 45-17 Chiefs. This is going to be a too easy one. The next game on the list is uh, there's three more games left, believe it or not, on this list. There's two of them are Monday. One of them is an afternoon game. One of them is a Monday night game. And then a Tuesday game, the Cowboys and the Ravens. So we'll start with the first of the two Monday night the Monday. This is a Monday afternoon game at 4 o'clock Central Time. It's the Washington football team at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The 11-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. Adam, who do you like? I got the Pittsburgh Steelers going 12-0. Um, you know, I I saw some graphic earlier that kind of, you know, dumbifying all their wins. And, um, you know, they haven't had too many signature wins. And they haven't had too many big wins that make you think, like, oh, wow. But they're eleven and zero, and so I know they're a great team. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if they're you know the best eleven and zero team. Uh, no, we've seen. for sure not. But um, no, you got to respect that. You got to respect them. And however, I also like how the football team has been playing this year. Um, not in the sense that like you know they're good. Their front seven's good. actually really great. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like they've definitely. Um, you know, outperformed and probably blew people's expectations out the water. 
But um, that's not really saying much with their record. I I like what they've done this year. I think they've you know shut a lot of people up. But I got Pittsburgh winning by a fair amount. I think like thirty to seventeen. Um, even though Pittsburgh's you know they've had some ugly wins kind of, but uh, I still think they I think they get this uh get this one with no problem. Um, I, I, this will be, Adam, this is the last weekend where the Pittsburgh Steelers go undefeated. I think they'll go, will win one more time. Um, see, when I look at the Steelers, I've been very high on them. They're a very complete football team, but save for like the win against the Bengals a couple weeks ago. And yes, they won at Jacksonville 27-3. That's not saying much, but their wins this year, there was not one game where I said, that's a dominant team. Um, now if you, I said, this is their last weekend. You look at their schedule. People ask me, are they going to go undefeated? I say, no, they're at Buffalo, which I do think they'll lose that one. And then they're at, what? I'm saying that's a hard game. Yeah. Then they're at Cincinnati. They should win that one, but then they're at home against the Colts, a very good defense, which is a toss up. And they're at Cleveland now. Depending on how Cleveland plays, well, it's at Cleveland, and Cleveland's been very good at home, so I don't really see any high expectations for them winning that game, but who knows? We'll see how Cleveland plays the next couple weeks. I think that Pittsburgh defense has been great. Uh, J.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden, they've been playing very well. But that being said, though, they did have a big loss of Bud Dupree tearing his ACL, which was a huge loss for them. Eight eight sacks on the year. He's they're gonna miss a lot of his big production. Um, I think that the um, Steelers are a pretty good, fo- are a good football team, and they. I do think the fo- Washington football team is gonna give Ben Roethlisberger problems because he, Ben stands in the pocket and is more of a waiting, waiting, waiting type of guy, and he demands patience with his O line. But this defense is going to get after him, and they invested a lot of money on this defense. And they're second in the league against the pass, and they are a very good front seven. I do think that it'll be kind of a low-scoring game, and I do think the football team will hang in there. But I trust the pit. But I trust that. I trust that. I think Chase Claypool will have a bit, a bit, will have a big game for them to win. Um, I don't. I think it'll be kind of a low-scoring game. But in the end, I'm gonna pick the Pittsburgh Steelers to win. I'm gonna say 2016. Now this is my last weekend that I'm picking the Pittsburgh Steelers to go undefeated. I do think they'll lose against the Bills next week, which we go into our picks next week on the record. Spoiler alert for next week: I'm picking the Buffalo Bills to win. But that that's just my pick. I, I think that the foot this game will be a lot closer than what people think, though. I do think that. But would I be surprised the football team won a little? But from what I've said, I really just don't. I don't think it'll be a blowout like how it was, how it seemed to be on paper earlier in the year. For sure. The next game on the list is the Monday night game. It's the Bills at the 49ers. Well, technically it's at Arizona because of the COVID, the COVID protocol in Santa Clara um, in the Bay Area. So the Niners were forced to unfortunately move to Arizona uh, for the next two weeks um, when they have quote-unquote home games. So, Adam, who do you like, uh, the Niners or the Bills? I like the Bills in this one. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it'll be a close one. Um, you know, the 49ers had a great, great week last week. Um, you know, and I think that's maybe what's making me think it's going to be a close game. But this Buffalo team's great. And um, I think they...
close one. I think it's gonna be a hard fought game. I like that this is the Monday night one. Um, definitely a lot better action, I think, than the afternoon game. But I got Josh Allen and the boys from Buffalo getting this dub, twenty-eight to twenty-four. Um, Adam, we we've just we've agreed on most today, but we're gonna separate on this one. I'm gonna take the San Francisco 49ers. and this is why I'm gonna take the San Francisco 49ers. Think about the adversity they've been hit with this year. They've spent so much money on a payroll just to get practice squad players to fill in because of their injuries and the COVID restrictions. Now they are getting healthier. Mostert's back. Uh, Richard Sherman's back. Uh, Debo Samuel's back. Ayuk is back. Is coming back this week. And considering all what's been under, they're still in it for the playoff race. Um, and the San Francisco 49ers have a great defense. They are currently um, sixth in the league in total de- excuse me in total defense. Um, Rich, um, they, uh, um, they've been playing very well, and now they can run the ball now with Raheem Mostert's coming back, and, and Debo Samuel's a good receiver, and Tevin Coleman's been playing very well. And, you know, this Niners team... We saw them get after Drew Brees despite losing to the, the Saints. They got after him, and we saw them get after Jared, Jared Goff and company. Uh, this defense, led by um, Fred Warner, has been playing really well on the year. Um, 85 total tackles, and um, Grenshaw and, uh, they, and Moore, they've been playing very well. Um, I think now that Richard Sherman's back, it provides a big boost in the secondary. Um, and they are in it, and they're in the playoff hunt, and considering what they've been under, the injuries, moving cities for COVID, they, no team is better built for diversity, better than the San Francisco 49ers are. Kyle Shanahan's done an incredible job getting these guys to play hard every single game, and I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers to win. I think that they're going to bounce, they're going to keep rolling and trying to get to the playoff push. Um... I think that I like what Buffalo's done this year, but Josh Allen does make too many erratic decisions. But he is still playing very good good football this year, though. And I think the defense has been inconsistent at times. So I think now that the Knights have a running attack and they have, and their defense is getting healthier and their offense is getting healthier, I'm going to pick the San Francisco 49ers to win. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 33 to 27 San Francisco. Now the last game of this week is a Tuesday night game. It's the Cowboys at the Ravens. Ravens are minus seven and a half at home. Who do you like this one? I like the Ravens. I just like, I don't know. I, I can't, I can't bet on the Cowboys. I can't take them to win this one. Um, I just think that there's a lot going on over there that is, it's just not good football out in Dallas. Um, I have Baltimore. I know they're on the big stage, and they don't totally uh, perform too well on the big stage, as we've seen. But um, you know, it's <laughs> they're playing the Cowboys. They got kind of Cowboys. I think are also like two and seven and one maybe or something against the spread. One of the worst teams against the spread. I think that Baltimore wins by double digits. I'm gonna say twenty-seven to thirteen. Um, I don't think, I think it'll be a close game. Um, I think it's closer than what you think it is because Baltimore, um, Lamar's probably going to play assuming he's cleared, uh, quarantine, how he's COVID cleared. 
But I do not trust Lamar Jackson in big games. I've said this many, many times. I, I don't. I'm not trying to be a hater. I just don't trust him against these big games, against these big competition. He struggled. Think about this. He's had some very big – out of all the big – he's had a very – a very top-heavy schedule. He's gone. He did beat the Browns in opening weekend, but that was like the opening weekend where no one really knows each other yet. And then, and then they were, and then they they played the when they played the Steelers at home, they lost. And then a Monday night game at at home against the Chiefs and Mahomes, he, they lost by fourteen. They got walloped. And now they lost at New England, a Sunday night game. Yes, it was rainy, but both teams were under the same conditions. And then they lost at home against Tennessee in overtime. Then, unfortunately, he didn't play um, against at Pittsburgh. Um, so Robert Griffin III had to play that. Um, but unfortunately, he got hurt. Their defense is somewhat hanging in there, but I just there. But I just don't trust what Lamar in big games. But. I don't trust Dallas. The only team I don't trust in big games more than the Ravens is the Cowboys. I don't trust them at all. But I, I do think that it'll be competitive. Um, Zeke is, I think, is due for a big game. Um, their offensive line though is hurt with Irving out and and uh, Zach Martin out for an indefinite period of time. Um, I think Dalton will. He's been fine this year. Uh, for what he's been under. I mean, he is the best quarterback in the NFC least, which is not saying much. So um, I do think it'll be close, though. Um, but I do think the Ravens are going to hold on in the end, um, considering they still are a good rushing attack team. And they still, I think their defense can get after Dallas a little bit, considering their O-line's banged up. But And I do think it'll be somewhat close. I, I think it's, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 28 to 21 Baltimore. All righty. Uh, so that, that ends it for this week on the NFL week 13 picks. Let, so we'll look forward to seeing you week 14. Um, good luck on your betting this weekend. Go get them.